Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to it like Dan Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I am your host, Brian Fisher. And with me today, as always, is the other host here, Scotty Bentley, also host at Locked On Tigers. He's had a busy week. Javi Baez is a Detroit Tiger. Lots of mixed feelings on that one. But unfortunately, Scott, as much as I'd love to talk Tigers with you, we have too much to get to. A lot. With this Detroit Red Wings win over the Boston Bruins and just it, like you said, it's just a lot and... It might be a long episode. We might be in, in hey, store for we a ball. Long one. We ball. Every, everybody knows by now we ball. Thanks for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin. Uh, Primal Origin oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOrigins.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKDOWN for a 20% discount at checkout. All right. I got that out of the way. Oh, oh, also oh, giveaway puck still giveaway. up, still up there, still still eligible. If you want a Lucas Raymond autographed, authenticated puck, then you have to follow me at Brian Fisher nine seven one. Follow Scotty at Bentley Scotty, and follow the Lockdown Red Wings Twitter account at lo underscore Red Wings, and then retweet the tweet. It's pinned to our account, and you'll be entered to win the Locked On. <laughs> At the lockdown, the Lucas Raymond autographed authenticated puck giveaway, and that we should ends we should Friday. do that. We should we should we should, you and I should sign a puck. Oh, I did that <laughs> the lock the lockdown puck giveaway get with one all, retweet, and it's just me <laughs> with our Hancock's on it. Hell yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, you have till Friday. I don't know. Well, winner will be announced on Friday. So, so you got till uh, till I guess Thursday Thursday night to uh, to enter. All literally, all you have to do is retweet and follow, and you can just get it for for free. It's awesome. We will be announcing it on the episode on Friday, and uh, so make sure you tune in for that. And then once you find out if you're the winner, we'll get in contact with you, or you can get in contact with us. My DMs are open. Lo uh, underscore Red Wings uh, DMs is open. So. My, my DMs are open. Every everybody, everybody's DMs are open. Yeah, we're, we're I'm hoping that someone slides in there one day, but <laughs> I get plenty, but it's all like you suck. So I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hey, it's something. At least they're listening. I guess. I guess I, I gotta. I gotta rewire my brain to take it that way. I guess that's fair. Uh, but anyways, the Detroit Red Wings now. <laughs> Rebounded from a four-game losing streak, have made the have a three-game winning streak, beating the Blues four to two, beating the Sabres three to two in overtime, and now in Boston, which is something we emphasized, beating the Bruins. They beat them two to one on Tuesday night, and it was the three thousandth regular season franchise win for the Detroit Red Wings, and it was one hell of a game. It was it was a that's <laughs> it was a hell of a game. Uh, chippy at times, uh, yeah, some really. finesse, some finesse at times. Uh, it, 
unbelievable game between the pipes. It was it was a it was a game and a half. It was electric. It, it was a it was a fantastic game to watch. Yeah, I'd imagine even as a third party, that's just like a good hockey game. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just hockey. That's that's just a that's just a damn nice game to watch. But um, you know who we boys get and, and like. It's worth noting, for, for what it's worth, Boston and, and us were right next to each other in the standings going into the game. Right beneath us. Yeah, by right. point. Like they, they were a point beneath us going into this game, and then we went in into Boston and got a win on the road. It's nice. It's the same stadium where you got shelled 5-1 to one just a f- short few weeks ago. And, mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, you got shelled today, but... A certain someone in his fourth consecutive start continues to uh, remind us that he is also a rookie and not to just solely focus on Lucas Raymond and Morris Sider as Alex Nedeljkovic made 41 saves on 42 shots against and he rose his save percentage, I think it was like 918 before tonight's game, to 923 on the season. Unreal. I, I, he, he, was, he was remarkable out of his mind like I, I just don't at what point and we've we've said this with cider and we've said this with Raymond but you start to run out of things to say to compliment him he's just he's on fire right now and he's playing his position super well and on top of that he's a really good puck handling goaltender as well and the one goal he let in was on a five on three penalty kill like he just showed out yet again and he's the sole reason the Detroit Red Wings won this game because the Red Wings only had 16 shots on net in this game. They got outshot 42-16. to 16. It was the Boston Bruins game until Nadalkovich decided no. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll be honest because that, that's what we do. We got outplayed. Absolutely. I mean, we'll, like, we'll, 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 be, we'll be honest and, and be bugged. Like, the Detroit Red Wings got outplayed, especially offensively. Uh, by the Bruins, but Ned is unbelievable. And and every time he he does, anytime he he breathes, I think about it. But anytime he he has a night like this, just like damn, like we got him for a third round pick. Yeah, we keep saying <laughs> it. We we got we got him for a third. Jared Ellis, who's host of Lockdown Hurricanes, we have a we have a group chat with all the Lockdown NHL hosts and. I, we like to rub that in the wound a lot, especially every single time Nedeljkovic plays out of his mind. It's like, dang, third rounder. And he just he posts like a sad emoji because he knows. <laughs> and not, Frederick Anderson is playing fantastic for the Hurricanes this season. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not dismiss that. Like, they got a great goaltender this season after giving up both of theirs. But long term, like, Nedeljkovic is, what, 25, 26? He'll 26, late, think, yeah. Right around the age where goaltenders usually blossom in, into what they're going to be. And so he's a young goaltender. So while, you know, Frederick Anderson's playing great, they got a goaltender who's several years older than the one that they had who was in the running for Calder just last season. So it still kind of baffles you. And we say, we say it every time, but it just baffles you that they would give someone who's playing so well up. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, we've said it a billion times, but like, we did that and got Kosa. Like, like we went from we went from no goalies in the future to like a, a pretty fantastic goalie situation going forward, and and the situation only looks better and better pretty much every single night. Um, I I know that this is a dangerous game to play, but you take out the opener, 
that 923 goes up another decimal points there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, he's, he's been unbelievable. And we talked about uh, early on kind of the, the uber aggressive nature in which he uh, handles the net when, when he's between the pipes. And, you know, there were, there were times at the beginning of the season when you were like, okay, like he was a little overly aggressive there and it cost him, et cetera, et cetera. And then it, it's, it seems now, I mean, you you can even say for the, the last, what, month? The last month, month and a half that he's that it, he's found his groove, clearly. And uh, he, he's unreal. He, he was a brick wall tonight. He was, it, was, it was unbelievable. And, like, we scored two goals, and, and the offense deserves, obviously, some credit. But, like, we, that, we got outplayed, and Ned just literally decided. He was like, no, we're not losing. And you're getting to a point now, too, where that, that game against Tampa Bay Lightning isn't really affecting his save percentage because the sample size right. for the rest of the season has been so good. If you take out that Tampa Bay uh, Lightning game, his save percentage only goes up another .003%. Like, he would jump from 923 to 926. Like, that's how good he's been since that home opener. He's been so consistently good that it's not even affecting him to this point. Like, he's really just found that groove. To, and it's, it's starting to make you wonder why he's not garnering more attention at the National Hockey League, League level as far as consideration for the Calder Trophy goes. Because, obviously, and they ran this ad, or not ad, but report during the broadcast, that uh, at the quarter point in the season, 17NHL.com writers were polled on who their Calder Trophy winner was going to be. And the receiving 10 first-place votes was Lucas Raymond, and then second place was Moritz Sider, with six first-place votes. Then I went Dawson Mercer, Trevor Zegras, uh, Bowen uh, Byram, and then finally Alex Nedeljkovic. And I understand, like, one, he's a goalie, so they tend to get less love, but also he was a finalist last season, so maybe Mm -hmm. they're trying to get away from a guy who won it last year. But you you can't so easily dismiss what he's doing, and if he continues to play at the level he is doing, I don't think you will be able to dismiss it. I think the NHL hardcore doesn't want to have three Red Wings as a, a as their representation for the Calder. But, like, he has been playing so fantastic this first quarter of the season to the point where he's really beginning to take over that starting goaltending role. Four consecutive starts now. Definitely not starting tomorrow on a, a second half of a back-to-back. But my point remains that he's been getting more duty. He, you can't, soon you're not going to be able to dismiss him. Like, soon you're going to have to give him more credit. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I completely agree, obviously. The, I, I, I really do think that that's it. The second point you made, I think that that's it. I, I really do think that it's, like, he got consideration last year, and just with how, like, the the years of service works in the NHL, like, he's still rookie eligible this year, and I, I don't think they want to put him in there two years in a row. But you're absolutely right. There comes a point where eventually – He's like you're just gonna have to say, all right, well, like he just deserves to be in there. And and like Zegras has had a phenomenal season, and and there's there's a there's a, a hot the future of hockey is in pretty good hands. Like there's a lot of young kids that are that are having good years. Um, but at some point, man, at some point you're gonna have to go. Okay, this dude is is a rookie by our rules, 
and has been a, a brick wall since game two of the season. Yeah, and also let's not walk right past the fact that Raymond and Sider were one and two in that poll at the quarter oh, of the yeah. season. Like we're talking oh, about how yeah. low Nadelkovich was, but we knew it. But now it's nice to get some vindication that through the first quarter of the season, 17NHL.com writers agree with us that Raymond and Sider far and away, far, and I mean far and away, when you looked at the point totals, it was uh, Raymond with 77 total points and Moritz Sider with 71 total points for the best odds to win Calder. The third place, Dawson Mercer, 38. So both of them are a good 35 to 40 points ahead. So, I mean, Scotty, we're just, we're blessed. Blessed. And and for what it's worth, for what it's worth, in the the preseason, when the odds first dropped, shout out betonline.ag, when the lines... When, when the odds first dropped for Calder, Lucas Raymond was plus 2,000, okay? I, it, it, I, if I was a betting man, $5 would then get you over $100 at plus 2,000 odds for Lucas Raymond. And it took... It literally took a week into the NHL regular season for him to go from plus 2,000 to the favorite. And he has not even remotely close to wavered since. It's, he's been so consistently good. And, guys, we have so much more to talk about with this hockey game. Like This was jam-packed with fun little stats. And, of course, the Wings won on top of that against a tough team, which is some, an in-division team, which is something we've been uh, approaching or uh, preaching about. But before we can continue this conversation, I got to talk to you guys about Primal Origins. Got beard? Get Primal. You heard me right. If you or someone you care about has a beard, I do, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils of raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. Check out primalorigins.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Again, use the code LOCKEDON at the checkout for 20% off at primalorigins.com. That's primalorigins.com. The holiday season is here. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich and decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy, with so many flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep on going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. 
You friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. With plenty of time on the Chicago power play. There's to break it. Oh, what a save by Nadelkovich. Oh, he keeps it at 6-3. A diving stab with the outstretched stick on the man they call the cat. All right, Scotty, let's keep going here in segment two of the Locked On Red Wings podcast. And carrying over our conversation from before the ad break, where we are talking about just the youth on this team, the updated Calder statistics, Calder... uh, mock poll, so to speak. They flashed a graphic on the screen during the broadcast about total points by the Red Wings from players 25 and under. And compared to every other team in the NHL, the Red Wings were ahead by, like, what, 30 points? Yeah. It was not <laughs> it's like, I think it was. I think it was a little, it was like 23 or 24, yeah. I think that really just hammers home how young this team is. It's yeah, crazy. and also, like, number two was Edmonton, and McDavid is in that category, so they, like, barely count. <laughs> like, like McDavid has, like, half of their points would put them in second place. They were in the high 80s, and they second place was in the high 80s, and we were at 110. Like, this this team is, is so unbelievably young. People forget how young Larkin is all the time. Uh, obviously, we have we have uh, the all the kids, Raymond and and Cider, Cider, still getting his apples, and Raymond being Raymond. Um, I, I mean, people really do forget how young this team is. Well, like Zadina's under twenty five, Larkin's own uh, just now twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. I do want to point out it's awfully convenient that it stopped at twenty five because the other guy in the Edmonton Oilers who scores a bunch of points, Leon Drysaddle, is conveniently conveniently twenty six years old. But we're not going to focus on 25 that. Is number. 25 is a round number. It's a nice even yeah, number. 26 is awkward, man. 26 is awkward. Well, 25 so is a nice round number. If you went up to 26, you'd have to count Tyler Bertuzzi. So there you go. They it did even it out. themselves. Yeah, it totally evens out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was a nice statistic to really showcase, one, how young of a team the Red Wings are. They have so many players 25 and under on this roster that if this roster continues to improve, like they're going to be good for a long time because of it. And two, how dominant those young players are. And how because of their youth, they have so much room to grow. Like, it just carries over every sentiment. Like, this broadcast on this game came prepared with receipts to just talk about how good this team's underlying numbers have been. Not even underlying numbers. Like, the num- numbers you see in, your, in front of your face, they just, they've been dominant in ways that people don't recognize because they only look at the overall record. Casual fans are only going to look at the overall record and see like, oh, they're only two games above 500. And then once you count overtime losses, they're not even that. But when you look at the statistics of the young players and how they're performing, this team in the next two years is going to be a playoff threat. And that's a guarantee. Yeah, and it's also important to remember that we're still not spending that much money. Like, like no, we had, to, we had to like, like try to get like to, to not be by far the the lowest uh roster total as far as uh, money spent in the league like this past off season like we had to go out of our way just to to 
spend uh, even even a little bit amount of money and not just be at the very very bottom of the entire league. So like we're still talking about we're we're talking about a roster that is incredibly young, incredibly young and producing, and not just producing in the sense of like. Oh, every single person on the team is 25 or under, so everybody's going to get points and we're still a terrible team. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's one thing, to just have an entire roster of 25 and under and just be like, oh, well, of course they're going to be at the top, but they're still the worst team in the NHL because just all their points count for that. Like, this is this is a, a team that is, what, third in the division, just beat the the team right behind them, like, uh, has gone on streaks, has beat really good teams, like... It, it, all of that, and then going into next offseason, you're going to have some money to play with. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, kind of a hard segue going back to the Boston Bruins game at this point. But I did also want to talk about, so Zadina had a really filthy goal. We haven't really it talked about... nasty. We haven't really talked about the guys who scored the goals in this game. And mainly because there wasn't, wasn't a lot of scoring chances for the Wings, but they did capitalize on the ones they had. Zadina had a nice play off the boards. It started with a nice defensive play by him that he ended up getting in alone on Woolmark and made a nice move. And it's just, you know, it's nice to see Zadina pot one every four weeks. <laughs> it, it is. It is. Um, it, it was so nasty, though, man. It was so that Like, great, great pressure by him, like, in their zone. Kind of, like, got a little lazy with the passing Boston did and just kind of stepping in there and, and taking advantage. Really, like, the goal was nice, but but all of the play, he was fantastic. That was just a really, really uh, heads-up play by him. And, and then, yeah, man, the finish was filthy. That That is – that's one of the, the nastiest Zadina goals I've I've ever seen him score wearing a wing wheel. I mean, that was it, – it was it was filth. And then um, – And then Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl. Shades, shades of Brian Fisher, some are oh, saying. Oh, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. People are saying people are people are making the comparison. I don't know. I'm just saying what I'm just relaying what people are saying. I may have scored my first goal of the season the very same night as Mark Stahl in the very same fashion that also happened to be the game winning goal in the same night. And as what Mark position Stahl. do you play? Defense. Wow, shades. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm just saying sh- shades of. It's not it, you're you're not giving shades of Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl, shades of Brian Fisher. People are saying no. the street. I have my ear to the pavement. <laughs> I have gravel on my ear. Streets are talking. No, and like, it's funny too because we were talking about Mark Stahl just yesterday, and about mm-hmm. how we, you know, he's not a player you notice on the ice, but that's what you want from his style of play. Well, we noticed him. He scored yeah, a game winner. It was funny. He actually <laughs> had a good game too. He had a penalty, but it was kind of horse bleep. Um, but yeah, I agree. Soft. It was soft. Very soft. That's what happens when you go down to a referee. Uh, yeah, true. That was. I hope he's okay, man. Yeah, that was a tough. twisted ankle. So. Yeah, that, that looked bad. I hope he's all right. But, uh, yeah, Mark Stahl, not much to really say about the goal besides the fact that he saw an opportunity with a delayed penalty to hop down in the high slot because, you know, there's no no risk to it. As soon as Boston gets the possession, the play's going to be called exactly. dead. So get yourself in the play. The rebound came right out to him, and he buried it with just a couple minutes left, and boom, Red Wings win. 16 Heads shots on play. goal. Heads up play, man, and like, and like that's the thing. Like that's what that's what good teams do. Something like mo- good teams are, are are tend to just outshoot their opponents, right? That's that tends to be. But but there's also something to be said for 
getting outplayed and taking advantage of your goalie just being on their head and taking advantage of opportunities that present. That was very much one of them. Obviously, like you, like you already painted the situation, like there was no risk involved in him crashing down low like that, and it worked out. We'll take it. We ball. Yeah, we. The Red Wings definitely balled on that one. Is they ball, and that's the thing is, and we mentioned it also yesterday about how important it is to beat a you know a team like Boston who's in your own division because so far this season you've only had. You had three in-division wins, but they were all against all bad teams. You hadn't beaten any of the teams in your division that are going to be uh, the teams that are ultimately going to be better than you and higher in the standings. And if you want to compete, you got to beat those teams. So getting that win, albeit while you got heavily outplayed, stealing that win in Boston is huge to you know building this team's presence and pressure going forward and the consistency going forward as they were chasing you in the standings. They have less games played, but they were only one point behind. So that's an important two points to get, and an important regulation win to get if you're trying to stay competitive in this season. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, look, we talked about We painted the picture earlier. I mean, this is you were within a point of them in their barn. And, and you know, this isn't this – isn't, the season goes by fast. This isn't a, a week into the season anymore. This isn't, oh, like – Look, the Red Wings are surprising people. Like we're in the thick of it, and we're in the middle of the division, and we got that's a that's a big win. That's a really big win for a team that that is. Uh, if if this team had expectations coming into the season of playoffs, this would be heavily celebrated as a massive win. And I I think just because we're we're kind of playing above what a lot of people set the bar at going into the season. Um, it's not – I mean, everybody realizes it's a great win. I'm not saying that. But um, I, I, the, in any other situation in, in, in years past when this team was consistently making the playoffs, this is viewed as a, as a huge, huge win. And I, I'm, I'm happy, man. Yeah. What, a, what, a, what a game. It was so solid. Three-game winning streak. And we are going to talk about, again, the Red Wings play a back-to-back. This time they're going back to Little Caesars Arena uh, to play the Seattle Kraken at home and we're going to talk about that and preview that game on the other side of this but first i got to talk to you guys about bet online bet online has you covered all season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season head to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit just use their promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Checks him into the high spot for Scandella. Passed across. Saved by Nadelkovich. Oh, what a diving stop! Alex Nadelkovich, what a save! All right, Scotty, segment three here on Lockdown Red Wings podcasts, and we've kind of said our piece about that game against Boston on Tuesday night. It's time to shift our focus to the second half of this back-to-back against the Seattle Kraken at home, the first time the Kraken are ever going to be at Little Caesars Arena as it's their inaugural season. And with how strong the Red Wings are playing and with how strong they play at home especially, I'm comfortable in saying that I should fully expect, despite it being the second half of a back-to-back, and with Grice being in net, 
a win in this game. Yeah, it's uh, I, I think this back at home, obviously big. And, and we've talked about what yesterday's show, two to two, two shows ago. I don't know. It all about, blurs together. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> when we talked about uh, the, the home ice advantage that we've had and part of me thinks, okay, this is back-to-back, Seattle's playing some decent hockey, um, you know, this might be kind of a letdown game. But the other part of me is like, you know what, they just got a, a big win on the road to start off this back-to-back, and now we're coming home where they have played so much better and think, you know what, this could actually be a really good opportunity to, to keep the keep the winning rolling, baby, keep that win streak rolling. I, I – I, with how well we've played at home, I would much prefer at this point that the second game of back-to-backs is the home game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would significantly rather that at this point. I, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Well, like you said, it's a second half of back-to-back, so there will be obviously some fatigue as they fly back to Boston. Seattle's already in Detroit. I saw them practicing on Tuesday. And I was like, who's on the ice? The Red Wings aren't here. I took a peek, and Seattle's out there on the ice practicing. So they're already here adjusting to the time zone. So you have the edge on you on that aspect. But with the Kraken's first game ever at LCA, I expect a completely packed house. So it should be some great home ice advantage for the Detroit Red Wings on the second half of this back-to-back. The other question mark is, Nedeljkovic is getting a break. He's had four straight starts, and he's not going to start on the second half of a back-to-back. Thomas Grice is going to be in net for the first time in several games. And he's had a decent season thus far. He's got a 901 save percentage, which isn't awful, but it's not great either. It's like right in that area. It's okay. You know, it's 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 decent. Um, but he is capable, and we've seen it, of putting up some really impressive performances. You know, just uh, two starts ago, the game against Vegas, where he had a 950 save percentage in that game, stopping 38 out of 40 shots. Like, he has the ability to be absolutely insane. So... The difference in this game is just going to be how the team plays in front of Grice on the second half of a back-to-back. But Seattle has even more goaltending troubles than Detroit. Detroit doesn't have any goaltending troubles by comparison. Like, Detroit's goaltending tandem is superb. Seattle has three goaltenders that have been playing this season. They've got Grubauer, Drieger, who are their 1A, 1B, and they've got Decor, who's played a couple games. He's basically just a call-up. All three of them have been awful this season. Grubauer's got a save percentage of 890, and Drieger, who had a fantastic year last season with the Florida Panthers before getting taken off uh, their roster during the expansion draft, has a save percentage of 876. And all the advanced analytics say Seattle's actually playing decent hockey. It's the goaltending that has been their biggest kryptonite. So if you want to beat the Kraken at home, offense has got to put more shots on that than you did against Boston because these goaltenders will crack under pressure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This one is... is it's an interesting change of pace because you go from this uber aggressive, really solid, really deep Boston team in their barn to then a, like the, you know, like the new kids on the block, like, like the new uh, Seattle Kraken with, with that, that aren't nearly as aggressive as far as the brand of hockey they play. And, as you just said, really, really struggling that. And I, I think the game plan completely shifts. I think the game plan goes from from shove it and, and give it back to them and, and, and play physical and try and take advantage of any opportunity you can to just fire at the net. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just 
Just apply pressure and just let it rip, man. Grip it and rip it. Get pucks deep. And uh, and and hopefully, it's not even hopefully, something should happen. Like, so, like, inevitably something will happen based on the season that all those guys have had. So I think it's a totally different game plan. And again, being that it's the second game of a back-to-back, I really like the fact that the physical game was first because the physical game was second. That you know, like if these were reversed, I would have zero faith in them. Oh, absolutely. Like their barn physical team coming. Even even if we smoked Seattle in game one, um, I I would have zero faith. But because it's laid out the way it is, I'm I'm feeling good. Did you oracle the Boston game? I can't remember. I did not. You did not. I would have. I would have mentioned it by now. Oh yeah, you would have totally been like, dude. I would have brought it up. Let's be honest. Yeah, I would have brought it. I would have started the show with it. Yeah. So, in my honest opinion, despite it being the second half of a back-to-back, and despite the fact that Grice is going to be in net, and when I say despite, I don't mean like that in a bad way, but Nedeljkovic has been so stellar in his last four appearances. I still expect the Red Wings to come out and win this game, just because I think that they are the superior hockey team between the two, especially with how well that top line's playing, with how well. I mean, even though they let up 40 shots, I thought the defense played pretty good against Boston. They shut down a lot of the, good, the really good scoring chances. Boston just peppered you with tons of shots. So I think that roster-to-roster Detroit is the better team in this scenario, and I expect it to be go from a four-game losing streak to a four-game win streak. Let's go. I'll, 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 I can't oracle the game. I'll say this, though. I'm feeling a really good game for Mo. Mo Sider, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe not like like offensively, you know what I mean? But like, I'm, I'm feeling a feeling a really solid defensive outing from Mo. Let's go. All right, any final thoughts, Scotty? Um, I don't think. I mean, go blue. Go obviously. blue. Got to say it. Um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> go blue. Go Mo. Um. Yeah, then go Wings, baby. Let's keep it rolling. And enter the puck giveaway. And enter the puck giveaway. Please. You got till Thursday night, man. You're listening to this on a Wednesday. You got till Thursday night. Yeah. You get the certificate of authenticity. You get everything, man. It's sick. Again, just follow me at Brian Fisher971, Scotty at Bentley Scotty, and then at LO underscore Red Wings and retweet the tweet that's pinned on the Lockdown Red Wings profile and you'll be entered the win. Um, and also got to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Uh, we'll be back with you on Thursday with a game recap of the Seattle Kraken game. Uh, same time, same place. It's your team's. Every day. Every day. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.